You're listening to The Author's Leverage. You've written a book, you got it published, and you know you can make a much bigger impact with it than you already have. Maybe you're in the process of writing and publishing and want to be smart about how you help others and make more money while doing it. Welcome to The Author's Leverage Podcast, your guide to building a profitable business and changing more lives with your published work. This is the number one show that brings you tips on making you a more successful author from the very best experts around every week. Our mission is to help you blast through the noise and get you clear on your path to success as an author. You'll be equipped with practical tips and insights from host Parshel Tashi and her featured guests, and you'll leave each episode more excited, more confident to get that dream authorship life that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and get ready we're about to get real. We're about to clear. And from here, the sky's the limit. Here's your host, a former school teacher turned creative media entrepreneur and now founder of The Author's Leverage, Parshel Tashi. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Author's Leverage. If you're an author and you are looking to promote your book, um, using videos, especially short form videos, which is very popular right now. You're going to enjoy this conversation because it can really make the difference uh, in how you are successful as an author today, especially with social media and how we're engaging with our audience online. So I'm really thrilled and excited to have uh, someone that I met some time ago. We met in Los Angeles, actually at an event. It was a mastermind event and I was so impressed and just loving his energy and loving everything that he was uh, sharing at the time. And so I'm excited to have him come on and share some of that wisdom, especially again around short from videos and how we can be successful with that. So let me introduce Rita's bio so that we know who we're talking to and then we'll jump right in. Uh, please meet Rich Oseguera. He shows visionary leaders, authors, and coaches how to transform their life experience into attention-getting videos that will magnetize your ideal customers. He'll teach us how to burst out of the shadow so we can confidently broadcast our brilliance and increase our visibility. So Rich, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hello, hello, hello from Portugal. Thanks for yes. having us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know, it's it's so key what you're sharing about videos and how important it is for us, for us to be online in that way and really showing up. So um, could you share a little bit of your background? How, how does what you're doing connect to authors and you know, ended up in this space of being able to teach others how to show up online? Tell us a little bit of your backstory. Yeah, so my, the work I do is supporting authors, coaches, consultants, uh, people who have an important message to share with the world. And oftentimes, these folks, well, they know in their heart what they want to put out there. They don't necessarily know the best way to do that. Uh, and so I help them to, I like to say, get over themselves <laughs> so they can move past the fears, doubts, worries that they have and really own their authority and use the work that they've created, especially with authors, right? You know, they, they, they've taken the time to write a book or many, many books or turn them into courses, you know, working with you. And yet uh, sometimes they hide behind that work and they're missing reaching the people who can best benefit from their work. And the reason I do this is just my own journey uh, of learning how to, through different ways, have a degree in television broadcast production. Um, I have been using video in all the different forms of business that I've had uh, been involved with 
since before we had them built into our phones <laughs> and have found that telling authentic stories, just being myself, sharing things that are going on in my life and line, uh, connecting the dots and lining it up to what I do uh, is what people would respond to. And so you don't have to have a degree in television production. You don't have to be a video uh, you know, whiz. All you have to know is how to tell that story. And if you're an author, then you know how to tell stories, right? And so how do you just do that on camera? And my biggest joy is showing folks, especially people who have something important to say, how to get out of their head, how to get into uh, the heart, which is where their work comes from, and to be able to translate that out to their intended audience and then see the benefits of that. And it, all of this comes from just my own journey, uh, professionally trained uh, in television, but also acting, stand-up comedy, improv, uh, professional speaking, you name it, all these different things I've put myself through so that I could be powerful on camera, on stage. I've learned how to condense that into a very, very easy to digest pieces that will just get you up and running quickly and sharing your stories with confidence and then watching people who are supposed to work with you start to get magnetized to you. I love that. I love that. So it's really the, the storytelling ability that you really carry, especially being on stage. Yeah right, yeah. to do the improv and in the comedy, right? That, that takes a lot of, you know, just an awareness of how you're engaging with people and how you're doing that yeah. story. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, especially with improv, um, which is the, the first thing you, you work. Well, have you ever taken an improv class yourself? You know, I had signed up uh, during the, well, I tried to sign up during the, uh, the pandemic, but you know, classes were booked up. I mean, it, I guess, became really popular by the time I started to, to yeah. do it, but I need to circle back. <laughs> yeah, so one of the very first things you learn in an improv class is like the most basic rule is called yes and. So when you're doing improv, the only way that improv works is when there's you know, the two people or maybe it's a group. One of, you know, if I gave you a, if I gave you a line, whatever the line is that came out of my mouth, your only job is to somehow say, agree with it and then add to it. So basically saying yes in how, whatever way you do that and adding something more to the story. When you don't do that, when you say no or nah, how about this, then it breaks the energy of, 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 uh, of that flow, right? So yes and. And what I teach authors how to do is when you're in your day-to-day -day life, Anything could be happening, right? It could be anything that is going on in your life. If you're able to look at it and go, yes, and how can I use this as a story to tell that relates to my book or to my coaching work or you know, to, to the teachings that they have, especially if they're in the coaching world, how do you say yes to the thing that happened? And maybe it was something amazing or maybe it was something frustrating, but how do you take that and say, okay, yes, I'm going to use this. And I'm going to weave it into a very short story that relates back to what I actually do. That same premise is what I teach. So that you start to look at your life as everything is an opportunity to make a video. And then you, not, not that you're going to make videos all, all day long, but you'll know when, when, the, when that thing happens, you, you'll know some very specific uh, just points of telling a story that 
that you memorize. So you're not reading scripts and then you just line it up to the thing that just happened. And next thing you know, you're able to share this, this funny thing that happened to you perhaps. And people are engaged in that. And then they want more of you. They want to learn more about what you do. They want to see what's going to happen next in your life. And you start to develop an audience this way. And I found this has been really effective in the people that I work with, the, the clients I have um, really love it because they're not having to try to memorize a script like an actor or, you know, complex videography. You know, I know you're a professional, so you know how much all that takes, right? And um, yeah. I do too, but we don't have, for this kind of video, we don't have to be perfect. It's no. authenticity and just like real life moments that captures people's attention. And then of course, there's the time and the space for that perfect, beautifully lit, you know, everything is, you know, professionally done. There's the time and place for that, absolutely. So it's kind of, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you at least get started making video and then find the other ways like with what you do to, you know, really bring it to the next level? No, absolutely. And I love it. It's really just about how essentially we can be engaging that audience where they are, which is on social media, which is a very different context than where, you know, some, you know, variety might exist for how your videos show up and how you show up on video. Um, so I, I think that, that that really makes a lot of sense, especially as you're saying, um, being able to tie in that, that story and to come from a place that is from your heart um, and really yeah. connecting the two, connecting to what whatever your invitation is or whatever it is that you um, are able to help people with. But, you know, a lot yeah. of times I feel that there are people who, let's say, speak from the heart, but maybe it's not as effective. You know what I mean? Maybe something is yeah. not translating. Um, yeah. Where do you see maybe where in that, um, you know, in that action that it's a little bit off or, you know, they're missing yeah. something um, that would make yeah. it more effective? Like what are some of those big mistakes that are coming up for a lot of people. Well, that's a I love. Thank you for asking. That's an awesome question. <laughs> so we, if you think about it, if, if, if you've written a book, you, you also should be calling yourself an expert, right? You're an authority. You wrote the book and presuming you've written a book about something you actually know something about, right? So this idea of being an authority, especially with writing books, you know, is there's not a question about that, right? You're an authority. What I see happen, especially with heart-centered people, because sometimes with heart-centered people, there's confusion around money and, and charging what you're worth and receiving what you're worth or more, right? There's, there's these dynamics that are, I see happen a lot in the spiritual community and the heart-centered community because they just want to serve and they want to help. They want to do good in the world. And somehow there's a disconnect between that and also making money and making lots of money, right? That the two first, a lot of people don't always connect. That's a whole different podcast. That's a whole different topic, right? <laughs> but because I know this exists, oftentimes when I see that someone is off in how they're delivering their, their uh, message, it's often because they're back in some level of mindset disconnect. They're disconnected from their actual vision for helping people. And they, uh, they, they know they want to they make a difference in the world, whatever way that they do that. But they're letting uh, these very surface level factors become more important. Like, what if they don't like what I'm saying? What if no one watches my video? 
what if I'm having like, oh, I don't like the way my hair looks. Oh, you know, I'm too fat or I'm not this enough or whatever that I'm too old, right? <clears throat> you, they get into these, um, these, these negative loops of inferiority. And, and this is why I say they've, you, when you're in that, if you're having any of those thoughts and you're an expert and you want to make a difference in the world, but you're stuck in what ifs and yeah, buts, then you've just become disconnected from the vision that you actually hold. And what you're letting happen is those negative thought loops, you are giving them more power than the power you're giving to that vision and to your authority as an expert who knows how to make a difference. And so you just have to get realigned. And that's, that's, that's actually, I, I actually offer a program, uh, a six month training program called the authority and visibility and visibility accelerator. And we start at this level because no matter how confident you are or how smart you are or how many books you've written, if you're in those negative thought loops, then there's just a disconnect. So we take care of that right away so that then we can get into the like the nuts and bolts and the storytelling and, you know, the basic video making tools that you need using your phone and, you know, a single source of light. <laughs> so all that kind of stuff and ultimately leading uh, to launching your own video talk show, you know, doing what you're doing right here. You're doing this very smart of you because it increases your authority. It increases your visibility. It makes you an expert by shining a light on other people who you, you know, think have something good to share. Every person who is an author, a coach, a consultant, they should be doing this too, because it, it just increases their visibility, their credibility. So uh, that's ultimately where I go with people. But we can't do any of this stuff if you're stuck in the, I don't look good, my, my wrinkles, oh, I'm to this, uh, no one cares. We just got to get yourself. That's why I say I help people get over themselves. And then we move into, all right, now let's, let's rock and roll. <laughs> I love that. It's it's like the mindset shift, right? We need the mindset shift to happen. And then now we can execute. Um, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Talk a little bit more too, because in, in particular, you know, we're speaking to authors and for a lot of them, either they're in pre-promotion of their book or, you know, after the book mm. is launched and, you know, yeah. some of those uh, activities they can do there. Um, yeah. What do you usually recommend is, is a good cadence um, for, for either of those scenarios? And, Talk a little bit too, if you can, around like, like how long are these videos, right? Like what sort yeah. of is um, the most ideal way that an author can be successful with, with using yeah. video? Awesome questions. So if you're, when you're writing a book or if you've already written, but let's go with your writing of a new book, let's say. Uh, while you're writing this, you absolutely should be making videos, documenting, sharing your journey because it's, it takes a lot to write a book. <laughs> you know, I've, I've written a book and I've contributed to another book and, and I know what it's like. It's stressful. It can be really like, Oh my God, what am I, there's deadlines and dealing with editors and copy proof people. And like, rah, rah, there's so many things and it can be really stressful. And those are things that you want to actually share rather than hide because it helps paint the picture of how committed you are to your work and how dedicated you are to getting this thing out there. And people just, they just soak that stuff up. Right. And so, um, there you go. <laughs> that was really cool. I was like, Oh wow. This is like TV. <laughs> um, so, so while you're having this journey, 
what better way to start planting seeds about what's coming when that book is ready, right? So I think of the documenting your journey in short video. So how, how long, you know, right now, uh, as you know, short like reels. So if you're on uh, Instagram or Facebook reels, which are depending, there are different times for different platforms, right? Uh, but there's sh very short form videos. It could be 30 seconds. Uh, some platforms at 60 seconds. Uh, YouTube shorts, 60 seconds, right? They're all basically the same thing. And then, you know, these numbers change all the time. TikTok, that's how the whole thing started, right? Very short videos. Now, now TikTok videos can be longer. These kinds of videos, TikTok became blew up because this is what people want. The tension spans are tiny, but they want to, we all want to be entertained as quickly as possible, or we want to learn something. We want to feel like we're better somehow, right? Happier, smarter, whatever it is. So short videos is what I would recommend uh, like this, wh wh whichever platform that uh, is where your audience is leading up to uh, th the documentation of your book uh, through your journey. I'd be doing these several times a week, just bits, you know, not all day, maybe not every single day, but, you know, three, four times. Hey, here's what happened. I just got the, I just got all, you know, showing like, oh, my editors just sent back all of these edits. Oh my God. And I have one day to do this. Like, you know, and you can interact with your audience too. Like send me energy people because I'm so excited about this book. It's going to be perfect for you. There's so many ways you can play with it. You could also start dropping like little nuggets of what's in the book, you know, little glimpses, not the whole thing, not, not giving everything away, but you're just saying, you know, Oh, I just wrote this chapter and this is going to knock your socks off. I can't wait. You know, are you interested in this topic? Right. Chapter three of my new book is where you're going to learn all of this. So you can start getting people signing up on email lists, pre-ordering your books. There's so many things that you can do if you just are putting yourself out there. And then, of course, the same thing when the book is published. It's just a, kind of a repeat of the same concept is now it's done. Here's 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 what's happening. Here's how many books I've sold. You know, here's I'm going to be going live doing, you know, a mini training on depending on the kind of book. Right. Different genres. But there's endless ways that you can play with this in the short form video is perfect for this. It, you're not I'm not talking about making, you know, hour long videos at all, you know. 60 seconds uh now doing that you know that actually takes a lot of work <laughs> to get a video that short it's harder to do a short video than a longer video because you know if you're going to probably edit those and and really get it tight but it's it's so worth it uh and i see authors who are pre-promoting books like this uh they do so much better than people who just hope and pray that the day it launches that everyone's going to want to buy your book so you got to build that interest and in, in doing short form videos is a great way to do that. Totally agreed. Totally agree. Now, when, when we talked earlier, I know that, you know, you shared on essentially like the structure of how you can integrate stories and um, right. So we've talked a little bit here about like what to actually do to promote your book and be in conversation yeah. about it. Um, yeah. Shift a little bit more into, okay, now I've got my camera, I'm ready to record. What's the best format? Like, how do you teach and guide people through the format that's going to be most effective for these short form videos? So uh, one of the one of the formats I teach that seems to resonate the most with 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 my clients is uh, I call it the slice of life video formula. And it's basically it was what I was saying earlier. Something happens in your life. 
I'll give you an example. Instead of talking about it, I'll tell you. <laughs> and this is a, this is the kind of video I make the most out of all the formats okay. that I teach. Okay. So, um, so I'm here in Portugal, and I've been staying in Air, Airbnbs, and the one I'm in now doesn't have a, a uh, you know doesn't have a washer dryer unit here. So I actually had to go to a laundromat and figure out like where's a laundromat here in Portugal, like where I'm staying. So I found one, the closest one. I go to it, and I'm. It's all Portuguese. So even though there was translated English, it was translated English. So I still didn't know what the heck was. I was like, I don't know. What, what do they really mean? I don't know. So I figured out how to pay, like make the things work. And then I'm looking for, if you've ever been in a laundromat in the United States, like, and you don't have soap with you, they sell, there's vending machines that have like little boxes, you know, one off soap. So I'm thinking that's going to be there. Nope. <laughs> so I'm confused. So I leave my clothes there and I walk out the door and I don't know where I'm going to find soap. And I just turned right. I walk into a, uh, I find like three doors down, there's a little, like a little mini, like a little grocery store, a little local grocery store. And they have this giant bottle of soap and I buy it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought to ask, uh, do I need, I just had this idea, like maybe the soap's in the machine already. Cause Europe has all these like cool technologies. Oh, uh... And the, 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 the woman at the shop said, uh, yeah, that's what you're paying for. Part of what you're paying for is the soap is in there. I, and I already paid for this giant bottle of water. <laughs> oh, so there were three ladies and, and I said, well, then I guess I don't need this. And they, they all like stared at each other, deciding if they were going to give me my money back. And they did. And, and the woman was so confused because she didn't understand why we wouldn't have that in the United States the same way. I was like, that's not how it works. You got to buy your own soap there, there or bring it. So it was very, it was a very funny moment. So I took that interaction and I distilled it down into a shorter version of what I just told you, almost like a stand-up comedy bit. <laughs> and uh, and I, I didn't do it live. I did, uh, I just did recording on my phone in, in front of the, the, the laundromat and it, it took me like three takes. The first time was too long. It was too many details. It was kind of maybe the version I just gave you. <laughs> a lot of background. And then I was like, that's too long. It's, it's just too much info. How can I short it, make it shorter? I did a second take, a little bit better, but I was like, I know I can make it tighter. And then I did the third one. And then that's the one I posted to Instagram and Facebook. And people just, they were fascinated, especially you know people from the United States. They're like, what? There's soap in the machines already? Like what? And this is an example of a slice of life video. So you take something funny in your life. I often do these live, but this one I wanted to, I was practicing making it very tight. So I purposely recorded it. And I was also practicing making it a stand-up comedy bit. So it was a little different reasons for the number of takes, but I took a funny thing that happened and I turned it into a little story. And while I didn't do this video for business purposes, it was more for a comedy purpose. Uh, all that I would have added to that is how could I make that align with what I teach uh, around uh, showing up, you know, confidently on camera. And then and then I would include a call to action. Right. And mm. so that's basically for to make it a marketing video. You tell your little story, you add in how that relates to something you actually offer people or teach or do. And then you invite them to take an action, which isn't always a transaction. It could be watch the next video. It could be sign up, you know, click the link to join my email list. It could be uh, 
asking a question and then you're, you're having them comment. So there's, you know, you play with your calls to action, but adding the call to action is what turns it into that more of a marketing piece. And, um, and that's what I teach people how to do. So you're not just telling a story, you're making it relatable to your offers, to what you do, and then inviting a next action. I love that. Make it connect to your offer and engage them. Keep it and also keep it uh, to the point, right? Yeah. It's a little bit of structure. And, and you even even for you, you had to do a, a few takes, right? There's a, yeah. n- a number of people who are concerned about that and, you know, messing up, especially if they go live. But, you know, you have options, right? You can go live when you are feeling it or you can yeah. just record it if you're, you know, trying to practice it and get it to a certain length. Yeah, it, and I, I do both. I, I probably do more live videos than than recording them because um, if I'm recording videos, usually it's because it's going to be edited somehow. I might be doing, uh, maybe thinking about a reel, right? So I might do several takes and then take pieces from it. In this case, I was I was actually more practicing around the comedy and 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 just trying to like, how could I make this funny thing that happened like a comedy bit? Different. So that's a whole different thing, right? For for me, because that's something you know, I do stand up comedy. So it's a different kind of business, right? <laughs> but but yeah, I love that. And you know, it makes me think too. Is there any place where dancing and doing a TikTok dance video would be? I I just have to ask. You know, like is it something that you know would still be supportive to an author who's looking to engage their audience and you know. Well, sell more books. <laughs> I, that's, that's a funny question. That's not a thing I teach or talk about. I mean, I know it's a big thing on TikTok, but I don't, you know, it's, I think uh, it's, first of all, it depends on who you are and what you do. Uh, I mean, a very obvious example is there's a guy I follow. He's, He's on TikTok and Instagram. He's his name's Anthony Silva, and he's like a uh, he's a dan- he's a he's a, a b boy, right? He's he's like a break dancer. Every video he makes is him teaching you a move, and he does it like they're they're thirty seconds or less. These videos, and he's like, there's no words. He's using his hands like one first move, and he shows, and he sometimes he has a student with him doing it. Two, and it's all real time. It's not even edited. The, the actual dance move isn't edited in in less than 30 seconds you're like oh man you probably find yourself down on the floor trying to do the thing like that he just taught you right every one of his videos is like this in his case yes the dance video is a smart thing to do because it exemplifies what you actually do he's not doing it to try to gain attention it's what he does for if you're an author and you know and you write mystery novels I don't know if a dance, unless it's part of your novel, I don't know that a dance video is necessary because there's other things your audience may not need you to dance. So it really is knowing who your target market is and what you think they need or want from you. And so, you know, just being wild on TikTok because that's what other people are doing isn't necessarily going to work for you because it's not on brand. It isn't your style and it's going to look inauthentic, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is, the opposite of what I teach, right? It's all about authenticity. But if it's normal for you to go crazy and break out in a dance and you it's relatable to what you're talking about. Then yeah. 
then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, Rich, this has been really enlightening information uh, just to really support any author who's ready to share more and really keep the conversation going because I, I will definitely say that um, how we continue to share the message, it, in other words, it doesn't stop once the book is out, right? There's more to be done, more to share, and you can use your book. You can you know, yeah. take chapters or pieces of it, right? You have yeah. really so much that you can leverage from that. Um, so I really appreciate yeah. you sharing some of those things. And, uh, and I know too, you have your, uh, just want to make sure the listeners are aware of, sorry, uh, the slice of life video formula that you mentioned. I just didn't want to forget that. Um, oh, that yeah. is a free, a free mini training that he's sharing with the, the listeners. Um, if you are interested in really understanding that formula and really hopping in with some, you know, really valuable insights on how you can do that, um, we'll have a link to that in the description below here. So awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for not forgetting that part. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, very easy to put into action and you'll be making a slice of life video, you know, on your first day, basically just watching the training. So yeah. Absolutely. It. And I also do, I also want to plug your book that you have as well. And that's called convert your community to cash, basically monetizing your connections. So we'll be sure to mention that and make sure that that's listed as well. Um, but Man, I am so grateful um, for this conversation today. This has been incredible. Uh, I want to leave it up to you for how you want to share any last parting words of advice that you might have. And then, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. What, what parting words of wisdom does Rich have for us today? Parting words of wisdom, yes. Well, the, the best advice I can give you is if you're an author, and I know you are because you're watching this show, then do yourself... Nope. Support the people that you want to reach. Mm. Don't make it about yourself. Make it about the mission that you have, the vision that you have, the reason why you wrote the book in the first place, that powerful thing that made you do all that work, <laughs> right? That needs to be in front of as many people as possible. And, and sharing your wisdom through video, uh, short videos, is going to help you reach more people. And they're going to get to know you. And, uh, and start to resonate with you. And the more they do that, the more they're going to want to read your book and tell other people about it who are like them as well. So uh, if you really want to increase your authority and your visibility, use the book that you wrote, use that powerful tool and talk about it, put it out there and let people know what, what, uh, what you've created for them to benefit from. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And if you can also share, this is like a fun question I ask all of our guests, which is, what is your one word? If there is one word from Rich that uh, would go out in the world is like, this is what I'm saying. This is my one word. What would that one word be? Uh, the first word that comes to mind is, it is my word is adventure. Oh, okay. I love that. Why, why adventure? You know, I just, I live my life through the lens of adventure. So I, w I want anything that I'm doing in my life, whether it's work related, uh, you know, for fun, the food, I like, anything I'm doing, I want it to enliven me. And, and that's the sense of adventure. So, you know, mm -hmm. moving to Portugal is like pure <laughs> adventure for me, like creating a whole new life here. Crazy, right? That, that's adventurous to me. So mm -hmm. adventure, you know, allowing myself to do break out of my own bubble of existence and experience things outside of the norm 
for how my life has been at any point, that is what like gives me the juice and enlivens me. So adventure. I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, Rich, thank you so much for being here, sharing uh, what you do for, 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 for work, for fun, for <laughs> enjoyment, uh, and a sense of adventure too. I mean, I, I love all that you bring and um, how you've supported us today. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, and for those tuning in, thanks again for being here. It's such a great conversation. I highly recommend connecting with Rich and taking advantage of his offer of the Slice of Life video formula. I think it's going to be very supportive to you. And also, if you're an author and you're at that stage of just really thinking, like, what else can I do with my book? Right. We invite you to join us for a conversation. You can go to theauthorsleverage.com um, and get in touch with us about how you can do more with your book. And uh, we can support you with that. So thanks again for being here. And thanks again to Rich. And we'll see you next time.